guys, what's up? This is Comic Collective. This is Sunny. I'm Quinn. And I'm Nick. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about It Chapter 2. And we're going to touch a little bit on the new Heroclix set and what everybody thought about that pre-release. So let, let's go ahead and get this kicked off by uh, starting with a rating. So uh, let's start with you, Quinn. Uh, out of 10, what did you think? Out of 10, I'm going to give it an 8. Um, what do you think, Nick? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say an 8 as well. What about you, Sonny? Uh, yeah, I'll give it, I, I was about an 8, definitely about an 8. My, the only wow. beef I had with it was, to me, it seemed like it was, like, unnecessary long with some with certain parts in the movie. But other than that, it was good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, I agree. I was actually telling, uh, Quinn that for the last like hour i was just like all right so this is it it's gonna end in like 10 minutes and we're gonna be out of here for the whole last hour i felt like everything was about to lead to the ending and it just kept going and going which is not necessarily was a bad thing uh because it was all right, good right. but it was very deceiving to me <laughs> yeah i feel that all right, so let's get started getting into heavy details. I guess I'll say from here, uh, there are spoilers that we're going to talk about. So if you haven't seen the movie, click off here, go see It Chapter 2, and come back to us. Go ahead, Gwen. Take it off. All right, uh, so first off, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I saw a lot of uh, similarities to the first one, although I felt like this one was uh, a lot more fun. Um, Bill Hader's performance just killed, just like killed it for me. It was so great. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was really dark in some parts. Uh, that first beginning sequence um, with the hate crime on the uh, the two the two gay guys was really uh, really terrible to watch to start off the movie. Um, but it was really good. Um, like I said, Bill Hader really like stole the show. Um, right from the get-go, and I really liked his character. Um, Bev was also really good. That was uh, Jessica Chastain. Um, I felt like she brought a lot to the movie. Uh, I guess redeeming herself after Dark Phoenix. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the movie was really, really good. It was a big undertaking, I think. With uh, you know the book being over like 1,100 pages, uh, there was a lot, of course, that they left out. But um, you know, I, I was you know, tapping Sonny on the, on the shoulder every time I, I saw, like, a little nod to the book. Like, there was a scene where, like, they were panning to the library, and you saw, like, uh, like a little, like, turtle that was, like, in one of the glass yeah. cases. And that's because in, in the book, uh, there was a great cosmic turtle that threw up our universe, and that was Pennywise's, like, arch enemy. Um, and, and thankfully, they didn't go too weird with it. I feel like leaving that kind of stuff out was uh, probably a smart move with the kind of movie that they were kind of delivering from the first one. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really liked it. Uh, the ritual of Jude being in there was really cool. I didn't know if they were going to go so much into the cosmic element of things, and they did a little bit with that. Um, but it was kind of cool how they were able to pan back and forth between, like, the adults and the kids. Um, I thought that was done really, really well. Um, and I didn't actually notice, I don't know if you guys knew, but I didn't notice the digital de-aging on the, on the kids. Um, yes, I know. I noticed in a couple scenes with uh, 
the bigger kid. He was the only one that I really noticed it one. Um, right. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't something you could tell off the naked eye, but if I took a picture of Mike from Stranger Things now and then threw it next to the CGI'd one, you'd be able to definitely be like, yeah, they did something there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah I can see that. Um, a couple of really cool choices, and this is something I brought up to Nick uh, last night after we left the movie, is uh, is I, so I thought it was really cool that like Bill, who was known for having a really heavy lisp as a kid, he didn't have it until he returned to Derry in this movie, and I thought that was a really cool like, creative choice. To like all of their demons are coming back to haunt them 27 years later and that means him regaining his list was really cool uh you know i i, 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 I noticed his little things <laughs> yeah well it's his stutter yeah stutter came back yeah oh, stutter yeah i'm sorry not a list um but yeah it was really cool i i think all of the adult actors were um were, you know were were really good choices um but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I didn't. I unlike you, Sonny, I don't think that the movie felt like three hours. Uh, but maybe. Oh, I felt it. <laughs> I mean, it, it was definitely slow in some parts. Um, every yes. know, every adult having their own kind of story one after another did get a little old yeah. by the end of it. But I'm I'm used to movies having their um like. You'll see them go into a building and then they just back at the house again. Like, okay, I'm here now. I got my stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. But they, like, you, yeah, they showed everything. It was, it was really, uh, I don't want to say tedious because it was all for story, storytelling, but it, it was long. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's really, I mean, this is an adaptation of, like I said, a really long book. And no matter, yeah. no matter what, they were going to cut some stuff out. But I felt like yeah. either this movie, could have been shorter and the last one be a little bit longer or some or something yeah. so, so i kind of understand why this movie was much longer than the other one because like i was telling you last night um i felt like this story was a little looser compared to the other one which is like a really tight story like you got to know the kids and then they went right after you know it and then like that was their that was their journey where in this one they had a lot of uh trying to remember their past and like trying to go through all personal journeys before coming together and doing that with now, what do we have? Six kids. Cause Stan died. Um, yes, that's a, that's a lot of ground to cover. So I get why they did it. Hmm. This that's, that's pretty much where I'm at with it too. I think they could have done, um, like a lot of stuff they left off in the first movie with them after they broke up. After the fight between uh, Bill and uh, Richie, mm-hmm. you, I wish that I mean it was cool that they did it in this movie, but I wish they could have just like like you said added more stuff to the original one with them being kids and seeing what they were doing after that instead of putting it in this movie because that's what it seemed like it made the scenes longer. Whereas though they could have done, they remember where the last thing they did that summer before they came back together, like getting their tokens and. Uh, the trophies or whatever they were doing. Yeah. I mean, personally, as a, as a director, I probably would have did it that way. But, you know, it's still, I don't know, it's still good. I'm still going to buy it when it comes out. It'll be in my collection. So it's all that matters. Yeah, no clue. What did you think? Yeah, let's hear from you. Oh. 
Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, like I saw him Quinn the other night. Um, I just think that that ending kiss scene underwater was just like uh, that, that was very white people. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it the dirty ass water, right. the dirty green water. Right. See, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it was like a creative choice more than like. Yeah, it was long. It was a long scene. <laughs> yeah, uh, like they yeah. were they were underwater for like two minutes, and then they kissed for like another I don't know what was it like three minutes? Jesus, like I, I can't hold my breath that long, man. Right, right. I mean, I I, I thought that Beverly and Ben getting together because I can't remember honestly. I cannot remember if they got together in the original it or not. They did. They did. Okay, they did. but. God. I thought it was cool because I was like, I was kind of in the the very first it chapter one. I was kind of pissed that you know the fat kid can't get the girl and shit. You know what I mean? Because I can relate to that type of shit. Yeah, because she was romanticizing about it too, and like because he couldn't step up and tell her without always getting interrupted right before he did. You know, and now here we are, twenty seven years later, and like you know, she still didn't know. Right, because she thought she thought Bill did it. Right. Well, Bill Bill gave it to her, which was insane. Not insane, but you know, um, I I can relate to that because you know, growing up, I was a chunky little bastard too. I mean, now time repeat itself. I'm a chunky bastard again. <laughs> and, uh, so so, so I, I can relate to that. Like you know, you doing stuff for a girl, and like you you pining for for a long ass time, and it's like, oh man, I wish I could have said this. I wish I did that. Um, so I, I related to, to, to Ben a lot, which was so funny. I related to him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's, uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say like, after seeing it and then I'm looking on Rotten Tomatoes and seeing 64% from, uh, the tomatometer and then, uh, 81% for the audience score. Like, I, I, I agree with the 81, but 64% just too low and and then some of the reviews uh the bad ones are just okay. so stupid um let's see one of them is uh da, 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 da. it chapter two it chapter two uh traded frights for humor which i definitely don't agree with i feel like it had both absolutely Oh, I jumped like a motherfucker on a couple scenes. I'm like, oh shit, right? Like, what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> that little Pomeranian got me so bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then just like, which is a big, big disappointment for fans of the 2017 film who are expecting an elevated experience with more nightmares. It definitely had more. Uh, like we talked about, way before, more. Like we talked right, about, way more nightmares. When, yeah, like it. it he morphed into so many more different things and all of that stuff. So there was a lot more added to it than the first one. Mm-hmm. Yo, they 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 legitimately could have fucking made this like a 3D movie too. Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah. Like what the, what the, I mean, like that one scene when um, when she goes back to uh, to her old apartment and the lady comes out because the trailer didn't really show all that. So she came out and she was chasing her and she, I was like, oh shit, that's the best one of the parts that got me. Yeah. And like she started she started chasing her. I was like, what the fuck? Like that was even scary. Like, I don't want that shit chasing me in my fucking dreams. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, and the things that he morphed into are just 
just absolutely terrifying. Let's be honest. Like you, like you said, some yes. the old lady was terrifying. The dog thing was Ugh. just a jump. And then just the the ending too. Honestly, when uh, they were defeating him, just the way he was going down, just that was terrifying as well. Yeah. You know, you know what the ending kind of reminded me of with the whole cave system thing. It reminded me of. Did you guys ever see the movie Descent? No. That's what that. Oh reminded yeah, yeah, me yeah, of. yeah, yeah. Descent, Descent. Yeah. Jesus. Really? That runs your descent? Oh, yeah. Just the caves in general, yeah. No, well, I get it, yeah. You no, know, the caves, and then, like, you know, they had, at least in the descent, they had those, like, creatures that were going after them. And in this one, it kind of reminded me, because, like, you know, it, the giant spider legs was, like, awesome. <laughs> I love that. That was such right. a good sequence. Um, is there anything that you guys wish? I don't know if you guys read the book. Is there anything that you guys wish was in the movie that wasn't? <sighs> Um, I mean, I wish that they dived a little bit deeper into the space thing. I'm glad they touched on it, but I mean, it, yeah. at, at its core, that's Stephen King's universe. It, you know, a lot of stuff goes off of that. So I wish they would really have dug a little bit deeper and like maybe started something, uh, you know, branched off into something with the, the turtle or something like that, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, I, I have something that I really thought they were going to put in this movie as soon as I saw the, that first scene with Beverly. Uh, they they, they kind of touch on it with a couple of the adults. Is that like, gosh, what was his name? I cannot remember his name, but he has the wife that acts just like his mother. And then, oh, um, that's, um, sorry, that's, that's uh, Eddie. Eddie, thank you. And Bev has an abusive relationship just like he, she had with her father. But in the book, um, when she leaves that house and goes to Derry, later on, her husband comes looking for her and ends up being crazed just like um, uh, uh, Bowers was. And so that's another yeah. person that they have to fend off, and that's why Bev ends up going with one of the boys is because, you know, now her husband's finally completely gone out of the picture instead of her just running off, you know, and just leaving him at home. Um, that would have been really cool. Uh, I think Bowers didn't work for me in the movie. And maybe it's... No, he I'm didn't. Being, he... Yeah. I, I don't know if it was the actor, or I don't know if it was the script, but I felt like it was too quick of, like, him getting out of the hospital and, like, having a couple of brief scenes. He, like, stabs Eddie in the cheek. And then he gets axed yeah. in the head, and that's it. Yeah, I don't think that there was yeah, and, enough of him. In the original, Henry killed, um, he killed Mike, if I remember right. I think he killed Mike. And he had a lot yes. more to do in the, in the original. This one, it seemed like they were, like, who the fuck was driving the car? Oh, It, um, it was his so, friend. Yeah, it was his friend. Right, exactly. He's fucking, it, right, right, I, yeah. It, well, he's fucking dead. Like, so it was. It was, <laughs> he it, was car. it was it. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Shit, I was like, why is this guy driving the car? Shit, that makes no sense. Yeah, I, I took it as yeah. it was it because remember the reason when when he when that guy showed up is when that balloon popped underneath his bed. So I figured out oh, right, right, yeah. it. You know, <laughs> it was just it was just like a little bit extra, extra for me and shit. 
I vividly I remember I remember the original one and it wasn't like it wasn't he wasn't driving cars and shit. I mean not it, but Pennywise wasn't driving cars and shit like that. Yeah. Um I can't wait to Yeah. Yeah, he's saying yeah, Henry really didn't do it for us in this one. He's a little bit more menacing than the other one. I oh, love when they showed his uh his young his younger self with his cousin, his how his cousin uh there's a lot of shit in the movie that bothered me. <laughs> yeah. But with the whole they call him call him a call him a faggot and shit like that. I'm like, oh my god, this is <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that that goes with the times as what it is, you know. The, you know, they gotta get that across and make sure it's known, you know. It's just the the way the times are. Yeah, yeah. small town man, small town assholes. Yeah, and a big change from the, the at least the book to the movie uh, is that Richie was not gay. Yeah, uh, like I said, it, that kind of loops back to the same thing, man. Um, you know, equality and all that stuff. Uh, they got to make it known now. Well, there's nothing wrong with it, but they typically just have right. to have some kind of character like that in the movie. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. that's what that—that's what Pennywise saying. I know your secret. I know your secret. I know your secret. Right. And and you know another thing, another thing that bothered me, but it wasn't like it didn't ruin the movie for me. But it bothered me is that they changed the way that Stan died. So like he still cut himself in the bathtub, uh, in the mm-hmm. book. But in this movie, they tried to justify it, and I didn't really right, like right, that. Right. Like in the book, like. He was. He was the weakest one. He was scared, and so he killed himself. There was no, like, fantastical, like, oh, I'm killing myself because I'm the weakest one, so you guys will grow stronger, or any of that. It was just, like, he couldn't make the cut. He wasn't good enough, and he knew right. so, and so he was scared and <laughs> killed himself. Literally, literally Pennywise's note, he couldn't make the cut. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. One thing that bugged me about it was that I know it's part of the book and whatnot, uh, probably, but was the way it was defeated. I mean, I get it and all, but I was hoping mm-hmm. for a little bit more of a, you know, gruesome, like straightforward death as opposed to like, hey, you know, you're you're not real and you're not big and like, I wasn't too preferable to that. Well, let me hypothetically ask you: If you were to kill it, how would you do it? Because the kids thought that they did it. Physi- they they thought they physically killed him in the last one, and so they know now that that doesn't work. So how else would you defeat him? I guess you know what I mean. No, I mean I I get that, and you know it's not my job to decide how to kill him besides physical death. It's the the writer's job. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah, don't I'm just particularly. Saying, like, I think it was smart. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, it it was smart and all, but I just don't particularly like the, the way it was played out. Um, you know, it, it was kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. You wanted more of a big battle. I, I get it. it. Exactly. Like it, it still was a lot of you know fighting and uh, him getting hurt going on, but. If that's the way they did it, fine. But you know, maybe he could have been like yeah. on a on the spear still, or like been had something inside of him, or just like they chuck something at him, or something like that. You know, something physical. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, it's a it's a, a horror movie. Let's see some more blood. Let's see some more action. Yeah. Now I I have to ask you, Sonny, and you, Nick. How would you how would you feel? Any Mushietti yeah, uh, has uh, Mushietti has said that he wants to make a super cut of the two films. So like chopping it oh, up the way yes. that it's supposed to be. How would you like to see that? Oh, I love that. I would love that. I love when I love when when uh, directors do shit like that. It's very rare, but when they do it, oh, just watch movies straight through, like The Watchmen. Oh my God, you watched the original Watchmen. Just sit there at that the couch and watch that long ass movie, but it's worth it. Now I'm not talking about an extended cut. I'm talking about a super cut. So they would cut the film as it was in the book. So it would go from adult to child, adult to child, the way it was in the book. Right, that's what I'm talking about. The Watchmen yeah. had a supercut where it was like it had the parts where you where the boy was reading the story with the right. dark freighter, the black freighter. Yep. And it, it switched to that, and it came back and switched to that and came back. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I don't I wouldn't prefer that. I mean, I get like you know making it shorter because it was too long or something like that. But I I think that that full three hours was jam packed with information and useful stuff. I don't think that there was a time in that movie where I was just like twiddling my thumb, wondering when the next thing was going to happen. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, that would be just for like fans of the movie. They probably would buy that up like crazy. Like a regular, uh, again, casual person <laughs> wouldn't buy a supercut. They would just buy the, the double pack Blu ray to get both of them. Yeah. They wouldn't get the supercut. Me personally, I would buy the, I would buy the double cut. I mean, the um, supercut. Yeah, I, I I mean I think it's cool if they would do it with TV series like the couple of people had done with the Breaking Bad and all that. I think it's cool that if they yeah. did that with a TV series, but I don't know about two movies, even though they are fairly both long. Uh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I yes. wouldn't get with it. So it would be. Think, it, it would. It would. It would essentially be a uh, like a five hour movie, but I I think it could work if you spliced it right. I think. Oh yeah, way Hollywood is it? You can do that to anything. Yeah. It'll come out looking clean. clean because looking. It, because in the book, like it, it flip flops in such a way. It's not cut where like in the movie, for example, like the adults go back to a place and then they reminisce about something in the past. It was like, for example, the end of the movie would also coincide with their final battle in the first movie, and it would splice back and forth because it shows both perspectives. And that's how right. the book was was written. So like everything was happening kind of as a same side, you know, different sides of the same coin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I, I think. Oh. That, I was just gonna say, I think I think that that would be, uh, you know, kind of cool. Um, I just don't. I mean, there's some stuff that they could cut out from the first movie, but I just think cutting out something from the second one would be. A little bit of a mistake. Um, I was gonna say a little bit of uh, Baltimore, Baltimore stuff that I just found out. Excuse me if I'm not saying the correct way. Baltimore, uh, Eddie in it, the adult Eddie is from Baltimore. How is he? Yes, he is. He's from Baltimore, and he was he was in The Wire. He played Ziggy in The Wire. Uh, and he was in Sinister. 
Yeah, just found out he's from from Baltimore. He went to uh, George Washington Carver. Oh, he played. Um, you said sister. He plays the deputy, doesn't he? Yep. Oh, now man. you get it. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> uh, what was yeah, his, name? Just, De- his name was like Deputy So and So, right? Uh, his name was Deputy. Deputy, um, because I remember seeing him. I'm like, oh, okay, Dep- yeah, Deputy. That's it, Deputy So and So. Deputy So and So. Yeah. I literally thought you were just saying like So and So because you couldn't remember his name. Oh, De- no, Deputy So and So. I, I have seen that movie way too many times. <laughs> yeah, I only like the first one, but you know. Yeah, well, yes, we both suffered through the second one together, and we made it through. <laughs> But what are we gonna talk about? Oh, go ahead. What are we gonna talk about next? If you feel like going to talk about something else, are we gonna? Yeah. Uh, Let's uh, go ahead and uh, jump into the uh, pre-release. Unless you had anything else, Quinn, for uh, it. Oh no, that that was it. Yeah, go see it, chapter two, guys. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, support support Stephen King's movies, uh, so we can get more classics. Like I'm wait, I'm really interested to see how they they would do a, a Christine. Now, yes, <laughs> yes, please, Dear Christine, like our, uh, and try yeah, here again. To... Yes, and uh, <laughs> I like the other one. <laughs> one more try, one more try. <laughs> and and because we have lost the great Stanley this year, please make it a, make it a habit to have a full scene of a cameo of um, Stephen King if you can make it into. Your oh movie. yeah, that was fun. Or or Joe Hill. Or yes. Joe Hill. Yes. <laughs> both of them, some way, somehow. But both of them into the movie, just walk a past, dropping a quarter, picking it up. Oh, a penny. It's candy. Oh, it's candy. Yeah, I, I don't want a cameo. I want a full scene. I liked how they did that. Yeah. All right, so guys. So the pre-release. Yep, let's go ahead and oh, jump okay. into that. Hey, right, so the so pre-release this it? week was for... Uh, it was good. It was for the new Hero Club set, the uh, X Men, the animated series. It was dope. Um, I had fun. I complained a lot, but today I had fun. It was for the X Men animated series uh, set. It was. I complained a lot in the beginning. I felt like I I wanted some chases so I could sell them, but that's selfish reasons. <laughs> but, it was, but it was. But it was fun. I had fun. I mean, you know, Quinn, did you have fun? I th- yeah, I did. I did. Um, I-, I think playing with the pieces was a lot more fun. Uh, however, um, like you said, Sonny, um, I was also expecting to pull a chase. There hasn't been a pre-release in the last year that I've not pulled a chase out of. So this is my first one. <laughs> right, right, um, right, right. I've been just very, very lucky with that. That doesn't normally happen. And then I unfortunately put out to the universe that I did not want Sentinels, and all I did was pull out the Sentinels. Um, yeah. And the regular Sentinel is really not good for um, for competitive play at 33 points uh, with two clicks of Hell life. No. Um, so the team that I ran, I actually ran an X-Men team. I pulled uh, the Super Rare Archangel. Uh, I played the Common Wolverine. And I played the Cyclops Sentinel. Um, I really enjoyed the Wolverine. Which is dope. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed the Wolverine because he actually has a thing that breaks stealth if you're within three squares away. So I was running around the board with Archangel carrying um, carrying Wolverine so I'd be able to set up my shot. Um, 
and that that really worked out was, in my favor. Was this treat? Was it was it just for stealth, or was it for oh, stealth and super sense? It is, super sense. Shape change. Yeah, it's stealth and shape change. Um, and then the, oh, yeah. the sentinel was a lot of fun and really dangerous and sealed because the sentinel you can choose that when you get hit, you drop his head. So his head comes out on the board as a character. And the only way to, to kill the head is if you get a critical hit. So I was running around the board with a 12 attack and a 4 damage with Psychic Blast. And my opponents had pretty much no way of getting around that unless they took out my other figures. <laughs> what was the range on the head? Uh, 8 range. 8 range. It, it, oh, Jesus. It, it, is, it is just like the regular Sentinel. Now, the downside to that is that when you pop out the Sentinel head, your your regular Sentinel figure that you're playing no longer can make range attacks. So you have to right, say, right. So you have to time it right. So what I was doing is I was um, I was playing the 150-point line, and so the first half of that is all range, and then the last half of that is all close combat. So as soon as I saw that charge on my dial, that's when I spat out the, um, the head. Because you can choose when that head comes out onto the board. So, um, good, good, good. So, yeah, so I'd always run my Sentinel back to my starting area and just let the Sentinel head do the work so he wouldn't get taken out. Uh, but, yeah, I, I had a pretty good team. Otherwise, all of the other figures that I pulled were uh, not great. Uh, I pulled a lot of yeah. the Acolytes, and they're all, like, the 35 to 40-point range, and it was kind of hard to build a 30-point right. team out of that. So my complaint with this set, I guess, is that the numbers are really low in terms of like point values. Um, and I feel like in a constructed setting where you can maybe add some other stuff to it, uh, I think it mm -hmm. could be a better scenario. Yeah, you, you put a lot of those um, 33 point ones. Like imagine if you pick, imagine if you had like a, uh, a random or a, um, um, what's my girl, Frenzy on your team. Yes. Or you pulled the Magneto. Your team, you could have ran a whole Acolyte squad and just went ham on it for it. Oh boy, that Frenzy had a bad day with my team. Uh, I played against a uh, a girl that uh, had Frenzy on her team, but the, the Cyclops said, no, going back to how awesome that thing is, his Psychic Blast yeah. power, when he first starts off, says that after you Psychic Blast somebody, you can then choose that all the people that are adjacent to that person can take one penetrating damage or get, gets knocked back six squares. So the first thing that my, so the first thing that my opponent did when she started was she moved her pieces all together in a clump, and so I just attacked. I think it was like uh, I think I attacked her Cyclops, which had like an eighteen defense with nothing. So I shot that thing yeah. four damage, and then everybody else had to take one. And I just kept doing that over and over and over with uh, colossal uh, colossal stamina. Until like yeah. her frenzy was like I didn't have to deal with it anymore. She was already almost dead by the time I got to her. Yeah, once she gets off that nineteen, she's I mean she's still a threat, but she's not like uber threat because of the nineteen defense. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna ask everybody. Unfortunately, Nick was not able to join us for the pre-release, so he hasn't gotten to actually play with the pieces. But I'm gonna ask everybody. I guess we'll go in order. So Sonny, I guess you'll go first. Uh, Nick, you'll go last. Oh. Uh, what is uh? What are some of the pieces you're most looking forward to in the set? Um, I'm looking. I'm most people I'm looking forward to is getting uh, what we just talked about. Frenzy, uh, the super rare class with the act like keyword. Um, 
random because we never had him before and we finally got him. We'll never see him again. Um, oh my God, it was one more character too that I was looking at today. Was like, yeah, I want that. I have to come back and look again, but that's what I'm really looking for. I didn't really think I was gonna make Krakoa like I did. I pulled Krakoa in the um, in the pre-release, and Krakoa is known for you know kidnapping the original X Men in the comic books. That's what that's what led up to bringing the giant size X Men into the, the international team: Storm, Wolverine, Colossus, Nightcrawler, um, and Cyclops. Back that that was that was the reason why they came together because of Krakoa. I didn't think I was gonna like Okoa. He's fucking awesome because he has flurry and blades on the end of his dial, and he got traded still energy. And I didn't realize that he had that power, so it could make somebody day a bad day, especially with colossal uh, stamina. What about you? What about you, Quinn? Um, well, first, before I even say my list, I will also add in because you might have forgotten him. Uh, Sonny has changed his mind on Fabian Cortez. He oh, thank you. That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I hate it. I, I, and I hate Fabian Cortez. When I first initially read the card, I thought that he could only power boost uh, friendly characters. It's a risk to do it, but you can also do it to uh, opposing characters. So I actually tried to do it, but of course I had, he I had got shot or hit by him. But you can do it to opposing characters. So essentially, is you can give them a plus one to their combat value. You take a power action to do it. You give them the power action to do it, and then after you do all that, they get they get plus one to all their combat values. They attack. Uh, at the end of the turn, they have to roll a die six. So if they roll a die six, they have to roll. If they don't roll, if they roll a three, four, five, or six. They take one unavoidable damage. So it's a, it's a risk to take, but I was just looking. His dial is pretty long, too, and he has steel energy later on. That's the other thing, too, Quinn, that I didn't realize he had, and I, I kind of changed my mind about him. I might keep him there. Because yeah. I was going to throw him in the trash. I swear to God. I had him balled up, and I was like, oh, shit, he, he can do that. All right, never mind. I'll keep him. Yeah, you know, that's why I actually like playing with some figures that maybe it didn't, you know, uh, impress me when like looking at the, the dials online um right but I, I have a few figures i'm really excited about only because they're they're either different or we haven't gotten them in a while um one of the yes. things i'm looking for is uh with sunny being so big into x-men i actually like all the weird like offshoot teams uh and so i'm really looking forward to a legion with uh new mutants just to kind of add to my new mutants teams that i've been playing uh i'm really excited yes. about that uh, I think Cable looks really fun because you have to have three of them and you have, like, Cable illusions on the board. Um, I think that's a really fun mechanic that they did with, like, a Loki, I think, in uh, the Thor set a couple years ago. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what, yeah. It was cool, too, to do that. Yeah, and I, and I know Sonny's not, like, in love with him, but I think that I really like the multiple man dial. Now, I want to see it in action, but on paper, it looks like a lot of fun. Not game-breaking, but it looks fun. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely then, not game-breaking at all. No. <laughs> and then, um, I'm really excited for uh, the new Iceman. Uh, I think he's yes. really cool, and that's a very different way of doing it. Um, but yeah, those are mainly the, the pieces that I'm like most looking forward to getting. Now, unfortunately... Some of those are super rares, and so just have to test my luck because I don't know if I'm going to buy a whole lot of this set. Because 
I think it goes from like it's like a split down the middle. It's like half the set is really mediocre, the other half really cool. Right, I I definitely agree with that. Yeah, but uh, I yeah, I agree that, with that. Some some. Good. Oh no! I, I stop. Go ahead. No. <laughs> I was just gonna say like uh yeah that was the problem with like even though we had ten figures to play with in the pre-release like. Like I said, seventy-five percent of all the things that I pulled, I didn't even I didn't even like think about to play because like some of them are like very one-hit wonders. I got like, correct me if I'm wrong, Sonny, but I got I think I got a scanner, and it started out. She started out with like yeah. an eight attack, six movement, like a sixteen defense, and like all she had was like prom for forty points. And I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> like, that's, that's, like why? Yeah, <laughs> why like, would I play her? God, she's gonna get tapped and just die. <laughs> right. Like, that problem is not gonna save her. It might help somebody else, but not for forty points in a small in a small point game. Um, yeah. You know, if you're playing like a four hundred point or five hundred point accolades team, then maybe she might have something to do on the board, but she is not gonna be of any use other than that prop. Um, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we're on the Nick. Uh, Nick, uh, have you seen many of uh, the figures from the set? Yeah, I've taken a look at a, a good handful of them. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm more of a DC guy, but I am still excited. I actually just recently got into, or starting to get into X-Men, uh, you know, straight from uh, reading Old Man Logan. Mm -hmm. uh, just reading that makes me more curious about other parts of Wolverine, and also diving deeper into the X-Men as well. I might actually pick up some uh, trades for the X-Men. But I'm definitely excited about the Wolverine. Uh, I know it's not the best thing in the world, but I'm excited for that. Uh, always excited for Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler has always been uh, one of my favorite uh, characters from the X-Men. Um, I'm also excited about that Iceman. Uh, definitely hyped about that one. Uh, now, was it Archangel that you said, I believe, Quim, that yes. has, like, powers that you can't choose, or how does that work? Uh, so, he actually has, um, he has a weird dial. I actually played it wrong my first match, and our opponent, um, my opponent, my second match, actually read the card, like, harder, and, like, we figured out. So, the way Archangel works is, um, so he has his regular dial. And at the beginning mm -hmm. of the game, you have to choose the highest point character on your opponent's force. Now, with when you're within range and line of fire of that opponent, you have to switch his dial during your turn to click number 11. And then that changes all of his stats from the very first dial, but it makes it close combat oriented. So instead of running shot, you have charge. I think he has some super strength, I think. And uh, I forget what else. But He's he, just has, like, uh, he has. Good. I was gonna say he has. He has uh, charge, super strength, a naked defense, and a full with battle fury. Right. So uh, that means he can't carry people around, I guess, while he's doing that charge. But he ignores characters, so it's, it's still nice to like go exactly where you need to from six squares away because he has twelve movement. Um. But uh, it's kind of, it's it's interesting. So then, then at the end of your turn, you you flip back to the dial that you originally on. So if you got hit for two clicks and you're on click three, that's the dial you're going to go back on. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Captain Marvel chase that we got from the movie set, 
uh, just not as OP because she flipped to like a 20 defense and some crazy stuff, and she stayed on that dial until she was hit again. Um, what is like a 20 and like 6 damage or some shit like that? Yeah, it, like that. it was something crazy, and she didn't flip back at the end of the turn. She got she flipped when she was hit again. Um, but yeah, the Archangel I think is balanced, and he's only 100 points. So he's going to be going yeah. on a lot of my X-Men teams because I love Archangel and I've actually just start, re started rereading through the Uncanny X-Force stuff from a couple years ago. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's so funny that now I've fallen back in love with that whole team again that I now got to pull that Archangel. He was one of the super rares that I wanted from, like, the single figure bases. So I'm happy to get him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. No, that's definitely cool. Um, you know, uh, I also think that it's definitely going to be a little bit of a okay X-Men set. Um, I've looked at other X-Men sets in the past, uh, mm -hmm. and, you know, you guys disagree with me or correct me if I'm wrong, but this X-Men animated series, like you were saying earlier, Quinn, is just, you know half and half like it's not really a full good hit um you know how are you supposed to make a decent 400 point team off of people who are really crappy and like 30 points well i can kind of explain that so they're they're thinking with at least the x-men themselves is that you're you can get the whole i think you can get the whole team on there with professor x for like a 400 point team so that's why they made them all somewhere between like the 40 to 60 range. Um, mm. But I feel like this set, correct me if I'm wrong, Sonny, because you're the X-Men ex expert. I think this set feels a lot like the last X-Men set that we got, where it's a lot of random, not so known characters that are in it, like the Acolytes and, you know, stuff like that. Um, they did that with the last set with, what was the name of that team? With like John Gray Crow and stuff like that. Marauders. Marauders, thank you. Yeah, um, the Marauders. So I, I feel like this set feels like the last one where it's like a lot of um a lot of uh deep cut X Men stuff. Fan service. Yes. So like, you know, we have the acolytes in the set, like Sentinel Squad One has uh both a prime and um sentinels that you can pilot. Um, you know, there, there's, you know, they've really got, Sasquatch was thrown in the set because it's a re-sculpt of, um, uh, Wendigo. Wendigo, and there's no other Alpha-like pieces except for the Wolverine has the keyword. Um, right. so, so that's why this set is kind of, like, hit or miss for me, because, like, just like with the Batman animated set, like, there's so much that they could do that they didn't. And that's what bothers me about sculpt reuse sometimes, is that, like, we have, like, three Phoenixes in the set, because one is, like, Phoenix, one is Dark Phoenix, one is Rachel Summers. And, um, then we could have had, like, an Apocalypse in this set, like, all kinds of stuff that, like, they, I feel like they missed their opportunity. Now, don't quote, mm -hmm. don't quote me on this, but I have a hunch that Apocalypse will end up being a convention exclusive for 2020. Oh, I, I'm quoting you. <laughs> um, I just can't see why they wouldn't do that because he is such a popular character. It's not like WizKids is oblivious to that. So yeah, I can see him being a con exclusive. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, don't don't forget, guys. If it's not a con exclusive, uh, we all have to uh, take out Quinn. Ugh. Well, <laughs> well, I better start uh, writing my will now. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else that anybody wanted to add to the explanation and stuff? Uh, nope. No, I think I I'm good. Yeah, like uh, what y'all was saying before, I'll make it quick because we, you know, we about to get out of here because people got work work in the morning. Um, yeah, just it, it's it seemed like it's um it's missing some things, and they just threw some th- stuff in some deep cut stuff that like I think is like fan service, but you know, I really could have went for the real nasty boys, not tokens for Mister Sinister. Um, yeah. It's, like, it's a bunch of things that I, I, I'll complain about, but, you know, I'm just happy it's the X-Men set, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that, it's, you know. it's definitely like this set was made for you, Sonny. Yeah, some, I mean, I'm, ha- I'm happy for Random. I'm happy for Frenzy. Um, wish we could have got, like, a like an apocalypse instead of getting certain characters. I was hoping for that single base multiple man, but, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have my old ones, so I'll use those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so before we sign off here, uh, the X-Men set actually did end up getting delayed in case anyone did not hear about it. It'll be out September 25th, which is a Wednesday, so go support your local comic book store and go crack open boosters and have a happy hunting. Absolutely. You guys have been listening to Comics Collective, and this has been episode number trace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm Quinn. I'm Nick. It's a sunny. We gone. <laughs>